It's the Nice Guys Podcast. Oh, did I skip you? No, did no, you want to do that first? No, 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 no. We can... Hey. Whatever. It's hey, how it hey, starts. Yeah, fair enough. That's how it starts. We've got... We both got drinks. Nose drinking beers. I'm drinking body armors, trying to stay hydrated. You know? We got Kentucky Vanderbilt on the screen right now, which is kind of nuts. Given, Vander- you, given the bet that you had placed? Vanderbilt up by 14. I bet Vanderbilt plus 12. Did not think they were going to win. Thought it was going to be the old... Uh, Vanderbilt losing, but covering the spread. But, but you forgot. Wow. You forgot that they keep their players below the court. <laughs> I, I I didn't factor in that, which is huge at Vanderbilt. You know, especially because they play on a football field, basically. Right. It's one it's of the like strangest arenas. It's cool though. I like the arena. What's the What's the court name? Ingram, Ingram Court of Memorial Gymnasium. I gotta be honest. I don't like it when I, I get it. Respect to the troops and all, but. When it's like memorial this or memorial that, that's so generic. I just name it something. Like There's so many memorial stadiums. United you know, Supermarkets like, Arena. Name it something. Uh, Tudor's Biscuit Julia's World. famous Pepperoni Roll Coliseum. That would be that would be sick. My mom told me that uh, apparently the Civic Center in Charleston is called the Coliseum now. Do you know this? No way. That sucks, right? No, it's not. I swear to God. I yeah. thought it was the convention center. I don't know. That's that's what she said. I thought said. it was uh, it was like Charleston is like four C's. Charleston something and convention center. Some Charleston conference and convention center. That's and Coliseum. The, the five C's. The C C C C and C. <laughs> Where do you go? No. Hey, no. Um <laughs> PG. Alright, Noah, so Interesting last episode. Thanks to everybody who's listened to that. Yeah, that is slowly becoming one of our most popular episodes. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah, there's some. There's a lot of n- normally positive feedback that we're getting from like, but now we're getting it from different people. Right. So I nice. think yeah, I think I think people are being welcomed into the nice guys universe because they see, oh wow, these guys are legit. They got the greatest kicker of all time on their podcast. Who would have uh, thought? Not me. Not me. Uh, yeah, shout out to Casey Leg. Shout out to Casey Leg. Yeah, we got to have him back on, like we said on the podcast. Hopefully he'll bring somebody with him next time. Maybe we're going to get an in uh, on the football team. We are the official sports podcast of the WVU special teams now. Casey said that. So that's nice. That is nice. That's nice. It's always a plus. Yeah. We said as a joke before that we were part of the sports media now. You know, but I think with after interviewing Casey the leg, we're officially sports journalists, don't you think? I did get a nice message on Reddit, which is nice. Which is the first time I've gotten a nice message on Reddit. I won't speak of the shitty message that I got, but I think that would be a good bid for a later episode. Yeah, we should definitely talk about There's somebody on Reddit who has never listened to the Nice Guys podcast but really hates the Nice Guys podcast. Maybe that maybe that was Bill Simmons. You ever thought about oh that? Oh my god, Bill Simmons is back with his... disguised as a man on the RWV Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's Bill Simmons' burner account that he uses to <laughs> talk shit about people that that talk shit about him. He's like, "Oh my god, I heard he read my book. I must go torture him." Yeah. Make uh, him my bitch. Yeah. So 
good episode today. I don't know. It's it's always tough to follow up. Uh, the big episodes uh, like Demonshaft, we didn't follow up very well. Actually, you know what? We did follow up well, but the haters didn't stay for that follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of brought them in, and then they kind of left. Hopefully, we can keep some people around this time. Uh, I we, think so. We have a good solid audience that yeah. you know stays in. Yeah, you know what? If they leave. Fuck them. We don't care. Fuck them. Then we get better viewers that actually want to stay. Fuck you guys for not staying. Best advice I ever got. Just be real. People that want to be your friend will be your friend. And the people that hate you, you didn't want them around in the first place. Realize. Realize. Real guys. And that's us, baby. That's us. I love this podcast. I love this (laughs) (laughs) one. So... As usual, we're going to talk WVU basketball today. We're going to talk college basketball in general, which is still a doozy. I'm still having it's, trouble making sense of everything. It's so fucking it's getting, hard. It's getting interesting, though. This is the yeah. part of the year that we've now figured out what teams are going to be the headlining teams for the tournament. We think so. Maybe. I've got some ideas. Noah's got some ideas. Um, but who knows? It's We picked a tough year for... Putting together a college basketball podcast, you know? Yeah, but you know what? We've been pretty right a lot of the times. You know, in college basketball, it's not easy to be right ever. Right. And we've been right a decent amount of times. Mm, I'll, give myself, I'll give us props. We're better than generic sports media, that's for sure. Right. Because those people are idiots. Yeah. Idiots. They're all idiots. You don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, we had some crazy games this week. Uh, we can... It was a great weekend. It was a great. It was a great weekend. I didn't get to watching much of it, but I know you definitely had a hand in watching a lot of the games. Uh, sort of. Yeah, I was in Pittsburgh. Um, I was trying to find a place to just sort of chill out and watch some of the games, and I popped into the art museum and just sort of sat in the lobby and watched basketball on my phone while the nerds went into the uh, the museum. So, oh, so yeah, nerds. That was kind of nice. Um, unfortunately, uh, the main game that I was watching was WVU, but we can, unfortunately, we can get, get to that later. Um, Auburn, LSU. Noah, you want to start off with Auburn, LSU? Yeah, so Auburn beat LSU in overtime. This game now... Insanity. Yeah, the game now makes it to where the SEC is in a three-way tie for first place with Auburn, Kentucky... And LSU. But I think I might be out on LSU. During the game, when LSU went up big, we should uh, we should point that out. LSU was up at halftime. They blew a huge lead. 13-point lead with 11 minutes to play. They had a 97% win probability with two minutes to play before Auburn went on a 14-2 run and eventually won in Overtime. I texted you during the game. I was he trying said, to. I was trying to be on my Rothstein shit. I said, "What did I say?" I forget. It was like LSU, LSU here to stay. Yeah. Because what I previously texted Noah before this was that we don't talk about SEC basketball on the podcast, but maybe we should talk about LSU because they've won ten straight games. And well, that was before. Right before they lost to Vanderbilt, the game before this. Right. So they started the season seven and four. They had a good uh, good season last year. They made it to Sweet Sixteen. Uh, started off kind of shitty, and they snuck under everybody's radar. 
started conference play 8-0. At one point in time, they were the number one. They, they were in first place in the SEC by themselves. Not a tie. Not no Kentucky or Auburn to speak of, which is crazy because those are the only two SEC teams anybody was talking about. But just as they started to get on everybody's radar, they go to Vanderbilt, lose. It was Vanderbilt's first conference win since March 2018 before beating LSU, which had just snuck into the top 25. They had lost 28 straight SEC games, Vanderbilt has. Vanderbilt had. Vanderbilt has a history, though, and they have a good fan base around them. As you can see in this game versus Kentucky. They're up on Kentucky. They're up on Kentucky at Vanderbilt again. It is. It does seem like a tough, tougher place to play, I guess, especially when their fans show out, which they usually seem like they do. Right. I mean... You have to give them some props because they always seem like they've been around. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the thing with the SEC. Not a football school, so they got to be a basketball school. This also, I feel like, makes our opinions about college basketball multiple podcasts ago about how like it's a great year for WVU. I feel like this literally. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that later, but yeah, that's what watching it. the SEC is kind of hilarious. Like, one of the best teams in the SEC, I think they're in fifth or sixth place, Alabama. Is Beetle awful. Beetle Bolden's on that team. Right. Like, I'm not scared of Alabama. Yeah. I'm not scared of any team that loses to Alabama or keeps it close to Alabama. I'm not scared of you at all. I'm not scared of any team in the SEC whatsoever. Not exactly. even Not even Auburn, LSU. And that's what Kentucky. I'm saying. So, when I'm, when I'm thinking, like... Auburn, LSU, Kentucky, all of that shit, you know, come on. Like, I really could could not be asked. I, it sucks. It actually sucks. I mean, Auburn, I was looking at some of their schedule. I mean, they pretty much have sealed the SEC. If you, it, it's a three-way tie right now, but, like, honestly, especially if Kentucky loses this game, it's an easy road because LSU's schedule – they still have uh, some really tough matchups ahead. Yeah, they haven't played Kentucky yet. Yeah, they it, it's pretty bad. And then Kentucky still has to play at LSU. Uh, no, they play Kentucky. Kentucky still has to play at LSU versus Auburn, and, and they have to play Florida twice. And Tennessee, who can also be a really tough matchup. I mean, Kentucky has a really hard mat, uh, hard road ahead, and same with LSU. And, like... Unless Auburn chokes, I mean, they have it in the bag. I think Kentucky has a chance, though. I was going to say that uh, it's a three-way tie, but I think it's actually just between Auburn and LSU. Or, sorry, Auburn and Kentucky right now. LSU has an easier road than Kentucky does. But Kentucky's better. Kentucky's better. You're right. But still, hey, still. Uh, I want to give, before we move on, I want to give a shout-out to a player on Auburn. uh, Javon McCormick. So, we're big on guy's named Javon, uh, but I especially like this guy because he spells it J-apostrophe-V-O-N, which I think is really sick. That might be the frightest, coolest <laughs> name, Javon. Deco- no, it's Javon. I think it's Javon. Is it I don't Javon? think It's not J-Vaughn, it's Javon. Javon. It's an apostrophe. Javon. Javon. Javon McCormick, he hit the game winner in overtime. Uh, to seal it, he was their leading scorer. He's a great guard. 
Uh, shout out to Javon McCormick. There's only one real Javon. That is true, but I fuck with my man Javon. What are we? What's the next game? Moving on, the battle for Michigan. Uh, I don't know what they sure. call this game, but or Michigan Wolverines race to the NIT. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Michigan. Remember when everybody was like super excited about Michigan and they jump, jumped up into the top ten or the top five or whatever after the the Maui Invitational or the Atlantis or whatever it was where they beat. I can't believe they won games. Yeah, this season. <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Yeah, um, the media fucks with Juwan Howard. I think that uh, that's part of it. Yeah, the, that's kind of cool. The media always it, it is cool. That's cool. But uh, update real quick before we continue. Uh, Dayton is smashing Rhode Island. Obi Toppin is going off right now. Yeah, it's like eighteen to three in the first half. But Rhode uh, Island against Rhode Island, who's another a good team. team. Un- yeah, right. Me and Noah were texting about this. Uh, Rhode Island got off to a shitty start. Had a players only meeting. Won ten straight games after that. Fats Russell. I know you like that guy. That that's, with that name. That's fucked up. <laughs> he's not fat though. That's the only thing. That's fucked up. Uh, All right, back he's to appropriating. It. Back to 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 it. Uh, so, Michigan beat Michigan State seventy-seven, sixty-eight in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Michigan State is now unranked after being the preseason number one, and they have lost three straight. Now, every time. Michigan State loses. I can hear the hate towards me, right? Because I talked them up. You remember this? I, I talked them up. They were my team. They were one of my solid teams. Just like the Chiefs weren't your team. I love, I, I, I love Cassius. He's my hero. Yeah. I want to say that Michigan State is fine. I want to make that statement right now. The Big Ten is an absolute meat grinder this year, Right. Uh, Eight teams with seven wins and above in the conference. Yeah. But a lot of them don't have a player like Cassius Winston, who, I should add, is playing fine. He is not the problem. In their three straight losses, he has scored 20-plus in uh, each of those games. He's scoring a third of their points. Get my man some help. I will, I will have to For say, For God's though, sake. I mean, I do, I do appreciate that take, but maybe sometimes... It's disguised. The problem is disguised. And I think, like, with Cassius Winston, is the problem that he... I think it is because he's scoring all those points. But it's not that he's... But you can say, you can say, like, it's not him, but, like... He has more assists than any player in Big Ten history. He passes the ball. His assist numbers are fine. He's still getting seven a game. He's distributing the ball well. He's a great passer still. Maybe your team is just relying on... Someone they shouldn't rely their game on. Don't talk shit about Cassius Winston. I'm not talking about. shit about Cassius Winston. I'm Don't talking shit about the system. Don't you dare. I'm just saying, sometimes sometimes that's what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Lenardi's losing got, to Michigan's a pretty bad loss. Well, is it? you got to throw out the record book in rivalry games. But it's not March. They had the... <laughs> it's not... <laughs> it's not Well, but that means it's not Izzo January, yet. January, February, Izzo, Izzo April. April. It's That's... not Izzo yet. Izzo doesn't give a shit. 
He knows they're going to be fine. And that's what... They're not even in the top eight in the Big Ten. It's fine. They're, that's what's nuts. Lenardi has them at a five seed Ta- still. Look, it's actually crazy to look at the top eight teams. I mean, you have Maryland, Penn State, Illinois, Iowa, Rutgers. Oh, they are in the top. Uh, Michigan yeah, they're State. they're fifth. Purdue, and then Wisconsin. I hate that you wrote down the Big Ten standings because I was going to pop the... Uh, well, no, Noah, can you name the top five teams in the Big Ten? Question? Well, I had to. I mean, I would have named Illinois and Maryland. But, I mean, getting Penn State, Iowa, or Rutgers. I knew Iowa was up there. Uh, I was not even good. I, I don't even get it. You, I, think, I you, think Iowa's okay. They're not good, bro. I'm okay with their Iowa. Best, their best player, that Garza motherfucker, he is not good. I have watched him. So many times. So I've watched I. like four or five games with him. He is ass. He's so overrated. He gets so many like easy buckets. Yeah, that's the points he's supposed to score. But they act like he's so fucking good and it pisses me off. Let me ask you this. Who's the Iowa whisperer on this podcast? Shut up. I've won every Iowa bet that I have ever cast winning or I've losing. I've lost every single one. And you've one. lost every single one. I think... You know more about basketball than I do. I'll cede that to you, but don't tread in my waters when it comes to Iowa. I Shut know Iowa sports, up. baby. Shut the fuck up. Iowa's fine. They'll be fine. Iowa's ass. Iowa's ass. Unless they go cold. I just can't wait to see all these teams just bust in the in the tournament this year. I bet you do want to see them bust, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Iowa is a polarizing team, if no. that's the right word. I think in the tournament they could literally go to the Elite Eight Final Four because they can get hot and beat anybody. But when you're a three-heavy team, you know that sometimes that can really fuck you up in the NCAA tournament. I would worry about them from the first game to the last game that they played. They're not a lock at all. Maybe I'm, maybe pick Iowa to get upset because I'm not scared. they're not a lock. But I think, they can, I think they can play with anybody in the country. Uh... So yeah, there's 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 a Big Ten update. Michigan State plays Illinois on Thursday. I should add that. Uh, what is it tonight? Sorry, is what's the tonight? game on Thursday? Is big. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Fuck that. Never mind. By by the time you listen to this, that game will have already happened. So DM me uh, talking shit. If Illinois beats Michigan State, maybe I'm wrong and 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 Michigan State sucks, but. I mean that's a hard game. Check that what game. It's, it's at Illinois. I'm saying, I, well, I'm saying. Why Michigan would that State make is... Michigan State suck if it's at Illinois, one of the best teams? Well, four we straight are losses. Get, we are going to get to this. Four we are straight get losses. To that if Michigan State can win I at Illinois, this. they're good. I hate this. They're golden. You're a hater. Mm-hmm. You're a way basketball game losing hater. Beat them by twenty last time. So let's see what oh they can do on God. the road against Illinois. Ridiculous. All right. Moving on. Sure. Big Ten, Big Ten's got Noah's panties in a bunch. So do you. <laughs> uh, Oregon State, Oregon. Not this, much to say. Yeah. Not much to say. Oregon State did beat Oregon, but it's more of a Pac-12 update. Okay, kinda. it's like okay. Yeah, whatever. The the Pac-12 is shit. So just so you know, the Pac-12 is is ass. Yeah. Better conference, SEC or Pac-12? Go. SEC. I yeah. I think Pac twelve is losing it, man. They've been losing it for a couple years now. They are losing it. And it sucks. I I and I think it's like splitting hairs because 
you're talking about the difference in one good team versus two good teams. I think in the SEC you've got Kentucky and Auburn are good. Colorado, I think Oregon's good. Colorado, I refuse Question. to believe, is a real basketball Question. team. Question. Do you think the lack of NBA teams in the states where Pac-12 colleges are, the lack of NBA teams, do you think that hurts the fact that people don't want to go play at these Pac-12 schools because they aren't getting noticed as much? It could. It's far. All the games are on late. It's. it's I mean, no team in Seattle, no team in Oregon, you know. Of, you have some California teams, but, like, nobody gives a fuck about those basketball teams, really. I mean, I think... I think could, there could be a correlation. I think there could be a correlation there. I think it, it it should actually work in the converse where, you know, you see, like, in the SEC, the South is... In football, I mean, uh, the South isn't a very NFL-heavy area, and that helps their college football because they build their programs up. But I think the real problem is the the how far away it is, and it hurts them in it's, football too. It's so no, none of these players want to play at places where they're on late in the day. They get less, you know, TV time. That that less TV eyes, I guess. You know, it also might That'd hurt be them. interesting. The fact that two best teams on the West Coast are not in the Pac-12. San Diego State and Gonzaga, baby. Damn, that's so. If true. you're a West Coast prospect right now, where are you going to school next year? How many times have you watched Gonzaga this year? You know, Gonzaga is like like it's not even close. In the last ten years, the best team on the West Coast is Gonzaga. Is Gonzaga it's not even close. You yeah, want to yeah. win games? Go to Gonzaga. You'll win forty a year. You won't play anybody. It's but, not about winning games. But shit, it's about getting noticed. You're right. Yeah. That's why you're the NBA scout. Yeah. Facts. Sure. <laughs> facts. All right, move on. Yes. Get me out of Pac-12. Yeah, uh, not much to talk about there. You want to talk about ACC, two big games this week? Sure. Uh, we'll start with Louisville 80-73, Virginia. I don't know why I read it like that. <laughs> Louisville 80, Virginia 73. <laughs> Louisville 80, Virginia 73. Um, it's like one flat line. Louisville was up most of the game, but as I learned from Mark Titus... Virginia kind of has Louisville's number since Louisville has come into the ACC. Virginia did come back and tie up the game late, and it was kind of close in the last 10, 5-ish minutes, but then Louisville pulled away at the end for a 7-point win. That was Louisville's 10th straight win. They're now up to number 5 in the country, which shocked me, frankly. I didn't fucking know that. It's looking like they have a really good shot at winning the the ACC right now. Yeah. They only really have Syracuse at Florida State and at UVA left. And but if they can if they can prove that, I mean they beat Virginia. If they can do it again on the road, that should be easy. Did they beat FSU too? Well, they so they lost to FSU at home. So that's tough going to FSU and remember uh, Florida State beat Virginia at home and then went to Virginia and lost. So Lou, I think these, I think that's actually so a tough did, stretch for Louisville. Did, what What did they do versus Duke? They won. They beat Duke by seven, or did by they, six. Sorry. Did, how many? What was the other time? What do you mean? Louisville versus Duke. They played twice. I don't think they played twice. They don't play twice. They don't play twice in the ACC. They have like. 30 teams. Uh, so while they Not beat Duke... A, they, they play some teams well, twice. Well, it's looking but, like Duke's going to win out, yeah. specifically. So if Duke wins out, and so if Louisville drops one game, 
I mean, Florida State or uh, Louisville still win the conference. Sure. Because the the matchup. Yeah. Um, Virginia's dropped out of the race completely, I think, by this point. But they can really don't forget the about them. So do not forget about right Virginia. in tournament time. We're, to, yeah. we're when we talk about teams being done or not done, we are strictly talking about the conference regular season. Like, well, sometimes some depends on the conversation, uh, really. I mean, but I mean, but you 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 really never know. Like, uh, mm, like I think Oregon's done. Wow. Like, Oregon's really? done. Yeah, so they're not going to do anything. I don't think Oregon will win a single thing. That's a bit shocking. Not even, What about the Pac-12 tournament? Nope. Oregon's Colorado? done. Colorado? Oregon's done. Right down see, here. I can see, like, Arizona or Stanford winning the tournament. Something random like yeah, that happening. Because yeah, yeah. Stanford... Especially Colorado, too. That's what I was going to say. Stanford uh, originally was an okay team in the Pac-12. That was one of Oregon's losses. I was going to make the excuse that... The Oregon State game on the road is a tough rivalry game, sort of like Michigan State going to Michigan. And then they played the the game before that. They lost at Stanford, which is excusable because they were probably scared the whole game about flying out of the Palo Alto airport because of what happened to Kansas. You know what I mean? Because those guys almost died. Remember when that happened? I don't think that's on any of their minds. I think I I think it factors in. I think Oregon is done, and I think you're just scared. I think to say that. I think Stanford has a definite home court advantage because of the the uh, the planes that they fly out of there. Idiot. No. Dumbass. Back to Louisville, Virginia. We're talking about we stay in the ACC. Let's, okay. Sorry. Let's, let's keep it on track for God's Sorry. sake. Sorry. God. God. Um, Louisville is shredding teams, Noah. Uh, except for the Duke and Virginia game, they've they've played the shitty teams in the ACC, but they've won every single game by double digits. Half of those by twenty or more. You beat the shit out of the good out, out of the shitty teams. You get wins where you can against the good teams. And when you play Clemson, when you play Miami, Pitt, Boston College, you beat the hell out of them. And Louisville's been doing that. So I that's think a, that's I think what you're supposed to do. I think Louisville is super 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 legit. I think they're legit too. Like I said, I think. Most likely, the tournament winner this year, March Madness, will come out of the ACC. Big fact. I think 100%. You have too many teams right now. The ACC is still powerful. And then somehow UNC, uh, this sounds crazy. Don't go down I'm going the road. to say Don't this. Don't go down the road you're about to go down. If UNC wins out, Groy Williams is an excellent coach. To upset like one team and make to it to upset a couple teams, but if they get a good hand, like people forget about the hands that are drawn sometimes, and like a lot of the times they'll put teams like UNC in a weaker, especially if they're a weaker team, they'll put them in a weaker side of the bracket, give them a shitty seed, but against some like a Colorado, like they'll put Colorado up there versus UNC. That's a team I I you know it's like one of those things you it's like one of the teams you just can't count. Out all the time. Well, and I gotta fact check this real quick, but you know they always put a uh, uh, first or sec first and second round site in Greensboro, Greensboro or Charlotte, which is the most egregious Duke UNC suck ever because there's no reason for it to be in the state of North Carolina every single year in a first and second round game. Oh, and would you look at that? First and second round, March 20th to the 22nd, the Greensboro Coliseum in North Carolina. 
why not give him a home court advantage? I I still think that's that, exactly what I'm talking about. I that. still think ooh. How about Duke, North Carolina in Greensboro in the second round? And that's totally possible. That's crazy. Oh, no, they can't play teams from the same conference in the first two rounds or something like that. In the first two rounds? I know you can't play in the first round. I thought it's the first two rounds. First two rounds? I think it's the first two rounds. Sounds believable to me, but, man, if there was ever a matchup, they would change the rules for I think there's there's exceptions, I think, sometimes. Like, Like when you're North Carolina and Duke? Uh, no, I think, like, when you have, like, a lot of teams... Well, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. When you have a lot of teams like the ACC... Yeah. Like, I think there is a chance. It's tougher now that we've got, like, the super conferences with all of them. Yeah. Like, 15-plus teams and shit. Yeah. No, but they they definitely try to keep it, uh, all teams out of the same uh, side of the bracket. But, like I said, who knows? The ACC is looking interesting. Another game that happened last week was Duke versus Florida State... Duke ended up beating Florida State. I don't know if that's that big of a surprise. I mean, I'm proud of the Florida State lads, though. They played like hell at Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's good. I appreciate it. Did you know that Duke, the opening line was eight and a half? Duke was favored by eight and a half. I like it. The disrespect. No. At... At at Duke though. Right at, after right after they played shitty as fuck Duke, against North Duke. Carolina and at Florida Duke. State. But is it's North Carolina. Three. That's exactly what I said about North Carolina. They're one of those teams you literally cannot like they can sneak up any time. They still have good recruits every year, you know what I'm saying? They have good basketball players. There's got there's teams like that. And you can't really count them out. So whenever a team plays badly versus UNC, it's like, oh, well, it's UNC. You know, they don't really have an excuse to be bad. And I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's any implications on Florida State for losing this game. Yeah, they'll be okay. It's kind of an excuse. They'll be okay. See, excuse. see them again in the tournament. Can we move out of the ACC, please? Yes, we absolutely can. Where do you want to go next? I think you know where we want to go next. Uh, the Big East. Big East, baby. Back in a big way. It is back in a big way. It's always back in a big way. Hey, the Big remember, East is one of the best basketball conferences this year. I'll, t- sure. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, Noah. I don't know if, I don't know if some of the youngsters listening to this know about this or not. But I tell you, back in the old Big East days, those guys hated each other. They hated. Man, each they, other. that was basketball back then, man. It's it's not like now Big where East they're all basketball. where they're all an AAU what's a, team. What's a John Rothstein quote that we could use for Big East basketball? You could use the West Virginia one, tougher than a long weekend at your in laws. Let's make our own Big East basketball. Back in a big way. I love it because it's kind of like big. Yeah. Big and big, nice high five, dude. Nice. Because Big's in there twice. Big is in He's, there twice. Because it's, so, it's the Big East, and then it's and I'm big. And it's back. <laughs> need to get Fats Russell in the. Can they add? Can they add Rhode Island to the Big East? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, no, nah, they don't. They don't like public schools though. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Kind of funny. Hey, you know, you know what uh, religious affiliation all the Big East schools are. They're what schools, Noah? Let's not go here. We're not going to go there. Watch the young Pope <laughs> and the new Pope. <laughs> uh, and the two Popes. <laughs> As I shouted out on the movie episode. Watch the young Pope and new Pope. But anyways, I think Seton Hall can win the national championship. I agree with you. Seton Hall is fucking crushing. 
They're 10-1 and one in conference play. They're alone atop the Big East standings. Villanova is well behind them. Everybody else is well behind them. Their only loss came against Xavier, which happens. It's, it's going to happen. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's Big East basketball. Seton Hall. Hey, instead of LSU, Seton Hall is here to stay. Because getting a win on the road at Villanova it was at Wells Fargo. That's at, Vill- uh, at Villanova. That's their that's their home arena though. Yeah, but like they play their big games there. That's it, it's a Villanova. It's not, environment. but it's not like a tough like. Come on, it's I, Wells Fargo. I mean, uh, but it was the first time in like thirty years or ever or something that Seton Hall had won a game at Villanova, no matter what their arena is. First time they'd won. It's a good win. Range. It's definitely a good win. It's it's. I think it's a solidifying. But it win. also hands Villanova their third loss in a row. They're on a bad streak. To be fair, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's the Big East race is really close. Not really. Seton Hall plays. It is. What do you mean? They're one game behind, right? Wrong. Seton Hall is ten and one in conference play, and then Creighton, Villanova, and Marquette are tied at seven and four. No, they're, they're tied three at seven games. And four. They're three games behind. Three games behind. This Seton Whoa. Hall. Seton Hall is killing the Big East right now. Seton Hall and plays I love at, it. at home. Or uh, yeah, at home versus Creighton. Uh, next game, and Villanova plays Marquette at Villanova Ooh. next game. Villanova at uh, at Marquette, or no, Villanova. Playing Marquette at Villanova is the game to watch. Must win. It's a must win for both teams. Yeah. And if Seton Hall loses this game to Creighton, whoever wins this game versus you know Villanova Marquette, whoever wins this game, they have a really close shot at winning the Big East. Yeah, I mean it's going to come down to the stretch. I I, I think Seton Hall. I mean. It's fucking sick. I, I don't see the why Big East is fucking. It, sick. It's really fucking sick. Can't wait for the tournament. It's like the Premier League. Of like basketball, that's gonna be. Think yeah. about it. Um, I mean, no team's guaranteed. I think. I mean, no team's guaranteed. Right. Uh, so one thing I wanted to point out about Seton Hall that is looking up for them is this guy, uh, Sandro Mamu Kala Shivli Shivli Ma- Mamu Kala Mamu Kala Shvili. He is from Georgia. Can I try it? Not the state. Yeah, give it a go. Sandro Mamuka. Mamuka La Shavili. Shavili. That's the tough part. It's, it's not Mamuka La Shavili. Mamuka La Shavili. Mamu. They keep. I think. I think I heard the announcers. They kept saying like. Mamu. It's like Mamu Kalashevli or something. But I think that's a mispronunciation. I think they try to call him Mamu. They should call him Mamu. He's like Manu. They kept. Well, they kept saying Mamu Kalashivli, and I thought Mamu was his first name. They call, could call him Mom. That's what I used to call my grandma. Mom! <laughs> uh, but Where's the meatloaf? He is, as Noah likes to use the phrase, NBA ready. What's his, what's his size looking like? To the league. He is 6'11", 240 pounds. He's shooting 50% from the field, and he can bang from three. Now, that's sort of how... What's his three-point percentage? Uh, it is 40%. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, he was injured for a lot of the year. When he came back, 
there were some questions of if it was going if he was going to gel well with the chemistry of the team if that would maybe slow him down a little bit but they have picked up and are back and better than ever getting huge wins at Villanova they still have to play Villanova again but they play him at home still be interesting but they've cleared the 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 tough roadblock with playing him on the road um Miles Powell also He's killing good. it Who's the one really big guy? Uh, uh, Gil, uh, Romero Gill. Yeah, he's sick. He's NBA ready. So now, instead of a dynamic duo, Seton Hall has a trio of death. You like that? Jeez. Seton Hall They're legit really as hell. can win. You, yeah. Dude. That's pretty nuts. Love it. Legit team. I love that. I love it, too. Of all teams, I you know, Seton Hall. I'll take that. No, the Pirates are... Arr. 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 He Arr. looks like a pirate. He does. Mama he literally does look like a pirate. You guys should look him up. Mama Kilo Shivli. That's it. Mama Kumu Shivli. That's not at all. What I feel like I'm Shaq trying to pronounce Anga the Koopa. Anga the Doombo. Anga Doombo. Anga Doombo. Janice Anga Doombo. Is it time? Is it time to talk about The shit that I don't want to talk about? Yeah. All right, let's talk about it. You want to bring us in? All right, we have WVU now. Uh, lost to Oklahoma. As you know, as everybody knows. But I will have to say, Christian, and Noah. everybody else. Noah. People need to stop over-fucking-reacting about this shit. That, that is so ridiculous. This is a subtweet directly at me. It is no. It's everybody. I go on Twitter the whole game. The whole game. I don't even need to watch the game. I just go on Twitter. People are such bitches. Shut up. Seriously, shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. And that's more. It is crazy to think that people actually think that WVU doesn't have a shot at anything because they lose to the fifth best team in the Big Twelve on the road. Like, I get it, like, we're not good on the road, but come on. It's so overplayed. It's like, it's a joke. It's a joke. So, as one of those people who overreacted, no, uh, I would like to walk back a little bit of what I said. I was very frustrated. I didn't mean it when I said it we were going to lose in the second round to Florida or some shit like that. But... You have to understand the frustration. I don't. Why not? They showed us what... But, okay, so the... I do like to compare it to the Sixers. I did send you that long message because of this. Sixers, for example, are not good at home. They are the worst team in the league at home. But they are still one of the best teams in the league. People really don't fucking get it. Like, there's more to the... Figuring out the kinks right now is important. Like, I'd love to lose these games if we figure it out at the end, you know? Teams need to need some sort of, like, rough patch that they go through to win those important games. Like, you can't figure out... You can't just get to the point and be like, oh, time to just figure it out. You can't just have those tough games. Like, we're playing Oklahoma and having a rough time. Doolittle had 27 points. 27 points. I'm fine with one person having 27 points and just fucking us. I'm I'm cool with that. Like, 
we stopped the rest of the team from scoring. Yeah, that's good. We let one guy go crazy. I don't give a fuck. And lost it's exactly by 10 what to the Sixers. Team. It's exactly what the Sixers did. So Brett Brown's philosophy is, we let one guy do all the scoring, and then, you know, let's stop the rest of the team. That's why Spencer Dinwiddie's the greatest of all time versus Sixers. He drops forty a game versus Sixers. It's the same thing. I mean. We beat the Nets every time. Every every time the Sixers play the Nets, we beat them. But Spencer Din, Dinwiddie drops 40. What I'm saying is I'm cool with Dave U figuring out where we're going to get our points from, like what we're going to do on defense when one person's like going off. We have to do that in the regular season because when it comes tournament time uh, in both the Big 12 tournaments and the March Madness, I mean, it's we have to figure it out. I will say... Uh, every team uh, hits a rough patch. A lot of people like to say, you know, this is the part in the documentary, in the in the WVU 2020 championship documentary, where, you know, they got the shots of the guys in the locker room feeling all sad, and they're like, this is the moment where we turned it, turned it around. I think we need a players-only meeting. I don't even think we need that. I think like, we need a players-only meeting. I think it would be funny to have one because, like, we can meme it. But, like... I mean... Come on. I really... I don't get it. I really don't get it. They're they're young. It's hard to keep it in perspective when you expect things from uh, this WVU program after the years of success before last year. But you do need to keep it in perspective and look at where we were last year and say, okay, we're growing... We get it, they're young, but it's still frustrating considering how much talent we know they have and what they showed us in the beginning of the year, that they just go out there lackadaisically. I mean, that's what I noticed. I'm not going to lie to you, Noah. I didn't watch the second half. I was so fucking mad at the effort. I didn't watch the second half. It was disgusting to me. You know I, they I, weren't getting back on defense. Do you know what I said? They about looked like they didn't care. That's what back. I have. Okay, so this is my... The only frustrating thing is that I feel like most people aren't looking at is, like, how we're running, who we're running the offense through. And, like, we were doing great at the beginning of the season, especially, like, around the Ohio State part of the season when we were playing offense through Derek Culver and through Oscar Sheepway, both of them. And we have shifted from doing that. Then we went to running it through Gabe. Gabe was getting 12 13 which points. Which was hilarious. Which is hilarious because we shouldn't run it through him. Like, it's fine that he's getting the point. This is exactly what I was saying about Cassius Winston. When you're running the offense through one person, like, sometimes that's the most detrimental part of the team. So, like, Jermaine Haley is now the guy we're running the offense through after Gabe. Had he 15 should, points. Yeah, congrats. He, he, Good job. No one said he did, did anything, like, wrong for doing... He's doing what he's told to do or doing, I guess exactly what he's asked to do like it's it's just how it's ran we have one of the best we have the best big man duo in the NCAA and I'm putting it down right now frustrating 100% we do and the fact that we aren't doing the same thing that we were doing I think that's the most frustrating thing I want to bring up uh, Huggins comments after the Iowa State game you remember he was disappointed in the performance despite the fact that we won and obviously he was disappointed again after this game, and he alluded to that uh, when he said that, basically, I tried to tell you guys. 
I tried to tell you guys this is what would happen. Um, he said, they're just not the same guys as they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, they're tired. He doesn't have their eye contact in meetings. Uh, this is nitpicky stuff, but I think it is sort of telling about where we are in the season. And I'm not looking forward to playing Kansas and then Baylor okay. in these next two games. I know I go back and forth on this. But this is exactly why I do not want Huggins to be the coach. I have been saying this for so many years now. How many years has it been? It's been a long time. I mean, I was like, honestly, like calling him out Javon Carter's last year. This is 13th or 14th season? Yeah. It's so obvious that, like, players do not need to be coached the same way as he used to do it. Like, you can't be, like, players are so ultra-sensitive now and like, saying some sort of shit and, like, being, I'm, being rough on them is important, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the way it's come across that, like, I know the players love him. Like, I'm not saying that, but, like, is the motivation there? Well, it's, it, what it sounded like in his post game was that he's sort of putting the ball in their court now. But that's I, I, annoying. I mean, he's he's a he's a sour baby. He like <laughs> he want he wants he wants something and then he bitches about it and probably screams about it and then like it gets to a point where like it's just really bad and he just stops. He just I'm done. I mean, sometimes that can be a good motivator. No, but it's not though. They're college you don't, kids. You don't know that at this it point. It doesn't matter. It's West Virginia basketball. It's not like Duke. Like these guys aren't five-star recruits. They are Either one star, two star, like some at best four star, but that's only one. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's only a few really good guys on our team, and the rest are role players. Our best guy barely speaks English. You know, you can't rely on your best player to bear. You, like, you need some sort of coaching and leadership, and like, it needs to come from your head coach. Well, especially this year, where what I was going to say is we need a senior leader to put this thing together, and I, we just don't have that. I just, I've never been the big senior leader type of guy because, like, it has to come from somewhere. But you you look on the court and you watch, watch like, the games. Who's the, who's leading the games? Like, Jermaine Haley? Come on, he's <laughs> not. Emmett Matthews is, is quiet, constantly quiet. Derek Culver, it always seems like he's crying about something. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar Sheetway, again, barely speaks English. He's a freshman. Jordan McCabe is ass. I yeah don't. Miles McBride, I'm not sure if he exists. Uh, he's definitely in a slump, but I was, I, I think he could be it maybe next year. Who can? Honestly, that's another thing. I really could give two fucks about Miles McBride. He's in the same boat as Teddy Allen with me. You know, Teddy Allen. Oh, he could be it next year. No, he's just another decent player who can hit shots that he's supposed to hit. He's a college basketball player. It's exact. He can go off, and this is goes back to my Sixers. He's the Josh Richardson of the team. He can disappear for months, and nobody would ask any questions. And then whenever he shows up, it's like, oh, there he is, Miles McBride. He's sick. Josh Richardson, where is he? Where is he? It's like, where is he? Like, who is this guy? Like. But like, I he's think, playing, and he doesn't even seem like he's playing. But I think what he showed at the beginning of the year shows that he's not just an average college basketball guess, player that makes the shots he needs to make. I guess that shows me saying, where is he? Where is I he? guess that's good because I'm not noticing his mistakes. 
Well, he can't. If you hit, look at it like I mean, that, he can't hit shit. Exactly, but it's just like that's what where I don't know like where's the hate for Monk McBride? That's what I want to know. He can go four for thirteen on shooting, and everybody's like, "Oh, that Miles McBride boy, he's he's a real good basketball player." And then like you know, Jordan McCabe goes uh, three for six. Jordan McCabe sucks. I hate him. Like, come on, shut up. You know, it could like al- it's so old. You know, it could also be a problem. Flu's going around the locker room. Sean McNeil hasn't played the last two games with the flu. Oh, maybe that's our. Maybe that's who we're missing. They're tired, man. That's our. That's our senior leader. Who's a junior? <laughs> um, whatever. I think they're a young team who is exhausted by the Big Twelve. Uh, juggernaut schedule they have a chance to turn it around at home against Kansas and I hope that they can use the energy of the crowd to get back on track but we're really going to see if they're just tired or if they just don't care 12-0 at, at home this season 15-0 at home this season 15-0? sorry yeah 15-0 why are we 15-0? and then we're 3-5 and five on the road oh sorry we're 15-0 in home and neutral site games sorry yeah 12-0 I'm right 12 and 0, no is right. Damn. Public apology needed. Are we going to be 13 and 0? I think I think we are going to be 13 and 0. This is huge. Kansas is 9 and 1. Uh but Kansas this is an important game for them. Uh they need to win the Big 12 regular season. That's their title. You know, that's their thing. If Baylor drops a couple games, this is Kansas' chance. To take that spot, and Kansas can still plays Baylor again, so they can go into Baylor. Yeah, and Kansas has make up some ground. Kansas has Baylor and WVU, and then at Baylor, then at Texas Tech, and we have uh, we have. I think. Well, who do we have? Left? We have Kansas, Baylor, on Wednesday, twice. and then we play at Baylor, and then I think our last or next to last game of the year is Baylor at home. So I'll take that. Um. Maybe yeah. we can catch up. No. Who knows? Baylor drops a couple games. We're not going to catch up. Like I said, up. Baylor's not that good. We're not going to catch up for the regular season uh, title. I think we can beat Baylor at home. We're not going to beat them on the road. Uh, Baylor has to play WVU twice, Kansas, Texas Tech, and OU. Do they play at Texas Tech? Uh, maybe. I think so. Yeah. No, no, they already played at Texas Tech. It's at Texas. Or okay. it's at uh, Baylor. Uh, well... We'll see. I think it's Baylor. I think Baylor's going to win. We're out, I, we're, we're out of the regular season discussion, but that's okay because for some reason we're still at the three line, according to Lenardi, in the seating. Right now we're fighting for seating. We're getting a lot of respect. We are getting a lot of respect, which is I, – I don't really understand it. I guess it's the Huggins thing. I guess it's the talent thing. Um, yeah, maybe they're just tired and they're going to turn it on. I hope so. That's what I'm hoping. Use the energy. <sighs> but, man, it's frustrating. It is I frustrating. mean, this was... Th- like, we have such a tough stretch coming up with Kansas and Baylor. This was the game we had to fucking win. But we're not out. I'm just tired of people saying we're we're out of the race. I'm yawning. Ugh. We're out of the race. I'm yawning. tired of people say that. Well, I'm saying it. We're not going to win the Big 12 regular season. But I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I... 
we could win the tournament. We could win the Big 12 tournament. And These guys, if they turn it on, if they decide, that's why we need someone to kick them in the from the team, to hey, kick them in the ass. WVU, Final Four year, what was that looking like? That was not good. This is our, maybe this is our UConn, our at UConn loss. That's After exactly that, they went I'm on the saying stand. it, man. I'm saying it. This is, the history repeats itself. But this time, we won't play Duke in the Final Four. But that team was older. That team was much more experienced. It, We're the youngest perfect. team in the Big 12. Perfect. I love it. I it love does it. completely defeats your point. Shut I up. love it. No, I love it. I love that these guys can just go in there and just be like, fuck it, we've never been here before. And just say, like, we might as well just go ham. When when Baylor might, or uh, Kansas might have been intimidating because everybody's heard of Kansas, but these guys were probably like, what, Baylor's a school? That's what well, who's people Baylor? people are like, oh yeah, Ohio State sucks now. Not then though. Not then. When we played Ohio State, they were still what, number two in the country? Hot. They were hot. They were one of the best teams in the country. We kicked their ass. We absolutely destroyed them, and it's crazy that people are just like forgetting about that. Like, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Alright. Let's move on. We can move on. NBA trade deadline. We wanted to switch it up a little bit. And actually, I'm going to interview Noah, because he's the NBA guy, about (laughs) about what's going on uh, with this NBA trade deadline business. I'm going to sort of... I'm going to try to represent the non-NBA watching listener. And you're going to represent... The the NBA watching the Joe the medium, of the world the medium NBA the, the, the followers the NBA followers yes yeah, slight right. NBA follower I can do my best so right so uh, I guess this is going to be very biased so I guess what what we'll do now is welcome on to the Nice Guys podcast Noah O'Reilly thank Noah, you thank you Noah O'Reilly of the Nice Guys podcast welcome to the Nice Guys podcast it's a pleasure to be here how's it going. It's going fantastic. Cool. Uh, great. So, wow. The NBA trade deadline. Crazy stuff, huh? Yeah, no, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. It was pretty crazy. Um, who who won the trade deadline? Though? I love these questions. Who, who, who was the winner? You want me to just give you a couple, like, big things that happened? I can, I can, I'll inform you and I'll, you know what? How about we interview you? Reversal. You're playing like 3D chess right I now. I am playing 3D chess. Okay, I'm going to read this, and I want you to tell me which of these you think are the best gets. Okay. And then I'll tell you who I think are the best gets. Okay. All right, so Clippers, they got Marcus Morris. Uh, Lakers, they ain't got nobody, but sometimes that's a good thing. Dude, Heat, the Lakers don't need anybody. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah no. Heat, they added Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. Timberwolves sent away Andrew Wiggins, which is a plus, and received D'Angelo Russell. Is he still good? Who, D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, is he like... Yeah, he's like 23 years old. Okay. He's sick. Yeah. All right, and they still have Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, Sixers added Glenn Robinson III and Alec Burks from the Warriors. Glenn Robinson III is an old-school basketball name. I love that. Yeah. Pistons sent away Drummond. That's a big W. Cleveland got him. 
Cleveland got Drummond, so that's even a bigger I, w. I did see that. Drummond was pissed about that, right? Yeah, I he think so. He went on Twitter and, ta- and was I like, bet. damn, this is a business. Yeah. <laughs> no shit, buddy. <laughs> Hawks got Capella. Really? Yeah. Winning. Memphis got Dion Waiters, Justice Winslow, and Gorgie Dang. I'm... Uh, I'm having trouble keeping track of all these. Okay, and Houston gets Roko and Jordan Bell. I don't know who the fuck those are. Robert I, Covington. Remember? Oh, Roko. Big shot. Yeah, Bob. yeah, yeah. I thought that was the guy's name. Uh, okay. Who do you think? I like Robert Covington going to the Rockets, but but losing Capella, that's not good. Yeah. That's dumb. Why did they do that? Capella's good, man. Yeah. Isn't he? So Hawks stay winning. Grizzlies stay winning, I think, because I actually I saw the I saw the Justice Winslow thing, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's good, because Iggy's washed up, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you said before uh, the podcast, when's the last time I was scared of Marcus Morris? I said when he played Kansas. Yeah. Why are the Clippers? No, no, thank you, Clippers. Yeah. So who's your winner? Who's your biggest win? Uh, Grizzlies. I like that. Yeah. High fives. High sure. fives on that one. Uh, do you have a loser in this situation? Maybe? I mean, I would say, like, the Rockets, but Rocco's not bad. But what? Do they really need him? Yeah, Jordan Bell. Don't He's they like need a big a... guy. Okay. But is he better than Capella? No. Losers. Rockets. Okay. I like that, yeah. too. Out of this list. There's a, a, there's a full list. You can find the full list somewhere. Right. So who the Sixers send away? James Ennis, James Pennis Ennis. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I gotta be honest. James Pennis. The Ennis. best. I think my winner here <laughs> is easily the Timberwolves. Ah, okay. I think getting D'Angelo Russell is is huge, but I think the biggest part for this team is sending away Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins is ass. And shout out to anybody who loves Andrew Wiggins. I've seen enough of Andrew Wiggins. And he is the same exact player. I've heard enough of Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Where did he go? He went to the freaking uh, fucking Warriors. Oh, God bless his soul. Yeah. Poor guy. I mean, he might be... No, he act, he might be pretty good with, like, Steph and Clay and Draymond whenever, you know, that's all back. Okay. Like, he might be pretty... He's a good fit, I think, for them. That is coming back? Because, like, he's not a second-best player on a team. He's, like, a a starting player that you can slot in okay. type of player. Like, um, who's the, like, medium-sized guy that the Warriors had in the Hamptons 5 the first time they went to the finals? Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Is there any... Com- yeah, yeah. That, hey, Is that that's, a comparison? Yeah, I feel like that's a... I feel like they comparison. just kind of look the same. They're kind of, like, yeah, the same I feel size. Like, sort I feel of. like that's a really good comparison. Okay. And they get paid... A retarded amount of money. Yeah. Both of them are have stupid contracts that they should have. Harrison Barnes, great question. He was at. We might need to fact check this one. Fun he fact. Was, I actually don't. This was Mavericks. Been a great question. He went to the Mavericks. Well, he no, but he left the Mavericks. Uh, he got that crazy money at the Mavericks. Fun fact. Harrison Barnes. When. Left. Okay, I'll look this up first. Oh shit! I can't spell. Harrison Barnes plays for Sacramento Kings. Yeah, of course he does. Uh, so, fun fact, I went to the Puerto Rico tip-off. When you lived in Puerto Rico? I never... Well, yeah, when I lived in Puerto Rico for, I think it was four or five days, 
uh, back in middle school, me and my mom, uh, North Carolina was playing in the tournament as well, the, the, the tip-off, and we sat next to Harrison Barnes' uncle. Struck up a conversation with him. We had WVU stuff on. He had North Carolina stuff on. Asked him if he was going down. And he was a super nice guy. He told us he was Harrison Barnes' uncle, and he was he was going down for the game. That's pretty cool. So that was fun. Casey Mitchell hit a buzzer beater in that tournament against Minnesota. Hey, shout out to you the greatest three-point shooter in WVU history. Beetle Bolden before Beetle Bolden was Beetle Bolden. He wishes. Maybe. Beetle Bolden wishes. But another winner, I think, is back to the NBA trade deadline. Another winner, I think, is easily the Sixers. Okay. Uh, that's why I said it's a little bit biased. We're getting some bias here. But, okay, Glenn Robinson III, he's an old Sixer from 2017, I'm pretty sure he played. 2018. The dark days. The dark. Nah, it wasn't that dark then. But he's a good role player. He can make some shots. That's facts. And he can play some defense. That's what we need. He's a, he's a good guy to have on the team. And then Alec Burks, he's been a star at the Warriors. He's been shooting at a really good percentage. He can really get to the basket, too. He can, you know, put up some shots from three. He can, you know, he's pretty good. And not only that, you know, as much as I love James Ennis, he sucks, Alec Burks. They just dropped Trey Burke. No, I, well, I was about to... Yeah, we got rid of Trey Burke. No, I was about to say, stupid. Alec Burke, I've only heard of Trey Burke, and then, holy shit, he plays for the Sixers. That's too many Burks. He had to drop one of them. Yeah, well, yeah. So, like, Burke's been in Brett Brown's hot, uh, his uh, his back burner the whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, and I think my loser in this one is probably Houston or the Clippers. Because they needed to add somebody. Clippers t- like sent away just a bunch of shit, and they just got shit back, and people are overreacting, and then they're gonna like, people are gonna act like Marcus Mur- Morris is like actually really good when they're when he's not. Who should they have gotten? Do you think? No, I mean I have no fucking clue. Like honestly, I have no clue. They're losing the Sixers right now. Who cares? What do you mean who cares? I mean Sixers. I mean they should win. They should win that game. Like at home. Yeah. They should win that game all the time. Cool. Yeah, I hope. I hope they win. Cool. Yeah, and Bede got booed today again. Did you see what he put on Instagram? No. He said uh, the same thing that Jimmy said whenever he wanted to leave the Timberwolves. He was like, uh, "Pull up his Instagram real quick." He said, uh, "I'm just your. Out. I'm just your fucking. I'm just your." Uh... You have your phone. My phone is the mic. Oh, that is true. This is true. Yeah, Joel and Bede Joel said Bede. this. He said some shit, and then... If Noah's Wi-Fi will work. <coughs> Joel, Hans, and Bede. Like he said... So he's about to be out? No, he said, you either die here or alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he so said the same. Say it. He said... That's, that's the funniest... <laughs> Ready? That's the funniest dumb guy quote. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Whoa. Hashtag the process. And then, uh, yeah, then he went on Twitter and was like, if Did I can... he quote Batman? <laughs> He's, he quoted Batman. Or where's that from? Is that from Batman? I think it's from Batman. But, um... It's like when Rothstein quotes the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Essentially, Embiid was taking the piss out of the Sixers fans, and the Sixers fans got all mad. I mean, I knew it was a joke. 
It's because they overreacted everything. But he is playing is he like tr- shit. So you say he's trolling? Well, the, the Sixers fans can't boo and beat away. He's playing like shit away. And then he comes home. The only chance they have to boo him is at home. Sixers so, fans are funny. They are so, funny. You guys are just some crazy motherfuckers. Just get over it. Um, Like all of them. Hate them. Kentucky might cover this fucking spread. Unbelievable. That would be pretty funny. Up 61-53... Are they going to win by more than 12? They were they were down 14. Will this be one of the biggest comeback covers of all time? Potentially. Depressing. Uh, but anyways, we should get out of here, Noah? We should get out of here. This has been good. This has been good. It's been a great rundown. I can't wait for March Madness. That's going to be a doozy. That's, I was thinking we're going to have... We should have a massive episode. Yeah, the podcast we is going to be turned... Yo, let's get like super. We should get super hammered and have like a couple people on. Well, you know what we should do? And do our own like. You know what we should do? What every good podcast does? Nice guys live show. Oh my god, we could. uh, Maybe we need to work out the logistics. Do it at your house. (laughs) We gotta learn. It's literally not that hard. I don't think well, it would be that I think hard. I think we would have. Uh, we'll just shoot ideas. Here Live show for the for one of the WVU games, but we'll shoot the shit off the pod. Figure it out. We'll update you guys via Instagram. Thanks for listening. The Instagram is niceguys.podcast. Yeah, niceguys.podcast. Follow us on Instagram, please. Please. Forget, hey, our followers are going up. Followers we are, are trending. Up. We are now officially in Indonesia. Officially, Levy. Confirmed listening. Eight countries. Eight countries now. Eight countries. Fifty-eight states. A thousand countries. Nice guys. Dot podcast. Noah, take us out. Uh, I'm trying to think of a joke real quick. Um, one plus two equals. What do you get when you cross?